Okay. Okay. I hope we I hope we get this transmission up and going. Okay. I think it's up. It's up. I got nope. it. Okay. <laughs> good morning. Okay. Good afternoon. Good evening. Or just so happen to find this recording. And welcome to the Marvel Men Podcast, a show where a bunch of us nerds talk all things related to the MCU 24-7-365. I'm one of your co-hosts, Tommy DeVito, joined by my other co-host, Zach Benicello. Hey. And Alex DiCarlo. Okay. What's up, guys? Um, in Basically. Case were, in case you were wondering what happened last time, our transmission got cut off again. But something this chasing time, uh, us. But yeah, if you probably wonder, something or someone is chasing us, but we have to finish this journey that we're on. In Look, case, the, in case you were wondering what journey we're actually embarking on right now, we're actually embarking to the quantum realm. Yeah, we're embarking on our Infinity Saga retrospective, which which consists of us going back through the quantum realm to each installment of the MCU in the Infinity Saga and talking about them. Yep. So basically, of course, like, of course, we guess we had to jump, and of course, we jumped to literally moments after the blip. Yeah, um, that's on April 27th, 2018. Yeah, one of my one of my personal favorites. Yes, we're talking about Avengers Infinity War, and ah, uh, this is amazing. This is a hell of a movie. Yeah, and looking all around us yeah, right yeah. now, it is it is pandemonium out here. Desolate, yes. Yeah. But but what to say about Avengers Infinity War? It's mm-hmm. I gotta say, Avengers Infinity War was was one of the best MCU installments I've ever seen. I oh, agree. I agree. It brought everyone. This was like like we're like we start off and like this is it. Everyone's here except for Hawkeye. Oh yeah. And Ant Man and Captain Marvel. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because if you think about it, Avengers Infinity War in this timeline marks the 10th anniversary of the MCU. Ten years. Yes, that's why it said like Marvel Studios and then for that I and the O in Studios, it said 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In case uh, in case what happens first is, uh, I gotta say, things don't look good around here, especially uh, with what's happened recently, because here's how it all begins. Thanos is coming. Thanos is coming. And he's no joke. No Hulk, joke at all. He, yes, he's already gotten the Power Stone from because Z- he decimated Xandar, and then following up at the ending of Thor Ragnarok, he attacks the Asgardian ship, and because he knows Loki has the Tesseract. And 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 of course, we're we we're not even wasting any time with this one because we're just getting hot. We're just getting started. Thanos and his henchmen, the Black Order, they they kill Heimdall. But right at the last moment, he sends sends an injured Hulk back to Earth. Oh, yeah. Then Thanos then also kills Loki. Oh, with with a chokehold nonetheless. And snapping his neck, which was confirmed an actual death this time. Yeah. No resurrection this time. Exactly. This time he actually died. It wasn't like the first couple times we thought he died and he didn't. And that pissed off Thor to no end. And then Thanos teleports away and uses the power stone to destroy what's left of the ship. Well, I mean, from Valkyrie, with besides Valkyrie and the other Asgardians who got away. Yeah. Like half of them went, were decimated. Half of them escaped, as we know mm-hmm. by Endgame. And basically just leaving Thor for dead. Hulk then gets transported thanks to the Bifrost into the Sanctum Centaurum in front of Doctor Strange and Wong 
And he's like, and Vanner says, Thanos is coming. <laughs> it was funny that Doctor Strange just went, who? You think if he had the time stone, he would have been able to tell who Thanos was or that it was that he was coming? Because you think the Mind Stone was alerting Vision in this that about Thanos. Shouldn't the Time Stone have alerted Strange because the timeline? Yeah, that makes sense if you think about it. Hmm. Yes, I literally just thought of that. I'm like, oh, shit. I was going to say, man, that, that would have made sense. And so now Thanos has two stones in his gauntlet. Yes, and he sends... Power and Space Stone. He he Thanos himself embarks to nowhere to get the reality stone since we have not seen that since phase two. From and of course, collectors. that's where we see the Guardians of the Galaxy again. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, no, we see them when because they get because the Asgardian sends a distress call out to so they send a distress call to the sort of ouch people. The Guardians answer, they come back and they find Thor, who was able they were able to save because the ship is gone. He tells them about Thanos because they know who Thanos was. Thor, Rocket, and Groot go off to Nidavellir to forge Stormbreaker. Ooh. All the rest go to nowhere to try to stop, to try to get the reality stone. And then, of course, he sends Corvus Flave and Proxima Midnight to, to get the Mind Stone from Vision and Wanda, who have been living in London. Was it London? No, I think it was Scotland. It was yeah, Scotland. Name it Scot- yeah, oh, we had Scotland. Edinburgh. Doctor Who reference? Yeah, David Tennant. So, yeah. And of course, we all know where, where this situation plays out. Yep, Wanda. Yeah, and then probably the coolest entrance of Captain America ever. That's like one of my, that's like my dad's favorite Captain America moment is like when the train goes by, we just see a shadow. Oh, yeah. You see like a silhouette of him in the dark. Proxima Midnight throws like her spear and like he grabs it and all of a sudden he emerges from the shadows and he looks pissed. Yeah. And then Ebony uh, Maw, or Squidward, as Tony Stark calls him, oh. and and a call obsidian end up going to to New York to get the time stone. But Stark was like, I'm sorry, Earth is closed today. Well, it's Strange cool. gets Stark to get him, who reveals the nanotech. That's why he has an arc reactor on again, which is removable. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, this goes on and on. Like we're basically we're basically just recapping the movie at this point. Yeah, yeah. But what to say about uh about the, about the rest of Avengers: Infinity War? Holy shit, that was just happening at the edge of my seat. Even that's there were even a couple scenes that were actually improv that were kept in the movie. The first one was Drax's invisible thing. Like my movement is so slow. Just what happened was <laughs> like like they did that like that heartwarming scene of like of of us Peter Quill and Gamora. Well, Gamora saying, saying, just kill me because we know that she knew where she found the maps of the Soul Stone. She's the only one who knows where it is. Kill me so Thanos can't get it. Yeah. And, and, and of for- course, then Dave Bautista, who was in his Drax makeup, just happened to be, was accidentally in frame. He's eating like a walnut or something. Uh, they called it his argument. In real life, I think it was like a walnut. And then and then they just went rolling with the scene. And then like an hour, and they stayed in character and were just goofing around. Oh, my movement is so slow. I see. Yeah. Like, and then that was left. In the, they just thought it was so funny. They left it in the movies. Yeah. And especially uh, the fights on both fronts on Titan and Wakanda. 
I'm oh like, my goodness. I especially love this scene in Wakanda mm-hmm. where then all of a sudden you see the Bifrost come down. That Stormbreaker just knocks, like saves everyone from being almost, from everyone, the Avengers from almost dying from the Outriders. And then Thor is there, like he has rockets on his shoulder, Groot's there, and Groot's right next to him. He's like, bring, and that's just like Banner goes, oh, you guys are so screwed. And, and this is Bruce Banner in the Hulkbuster suit because if you're if you're wondering why the Jolly Green Giant did not come out to play, yeah, about yeah. that. Oof. Interesting enough, though, he was actually supposed to become Smart Hulk in this movie. There's like cut. There's like there's like some scenes of like unfinished CGI of him as Hulk, and like him as the Smart Hulk. Mm-hmm. And then there's also like some merch. I know there's like a Funko Pop of Hulk busting out of the Hulkbuster. But that didn't come to fruition. Yeah, the the Russo brothers, which also one thing I do want to know is that unlike the previous two Avengers installments, this Infinity War, both Infinity War and Endgame were directed by Joe and Anthony Russo, the Russo brothers, instead of Joss Whedon. Whether it was due to the failure of Justice League, of his mm-hmm. Justice League movie yeah. that came out, or frankly, the accusations that started. I, actually, I don't know when the Joss Whedon accusation started. I think it was started in 2020. Know. In 2021 with Ray Fisher or 2020, I don't know. Either way, Joss Whedon, no more. Yeah, or or as in in the words of our of the late King T'Challa, we we don't do that to you. We don't do that to you. We don't do that. This man is shield. Yeah. Oh, they follow up on the uncredit scene with Bucky. He gets a vibranium arm. How much for the arm? Oh, I'm getting that arm. Yeah, he does get the arm. But of course. The the biggest I, moment of all came at the end when when Thor strikes Thanos in the chest with Stormbreaker. Well, before that, goes, well, before I that, told, actually, the battle on Titan, Strange sees oh, over yeah. fourteen million timelines. Only one where they win. Five. Oh yeah, fourteen. And then, like, I just like, love, and then Thanos, Thanos, like he already has the Soul Stone, which oh, also when Thanos gets the Soul Stone, it's on this planet Vormir. The guardian of the soul stone, who at first was a was a person in a cloak floating, I thought it was De- Lady Death when I first watched the movie. Because it makes us twist. It comes into light to be the Red Skull from literally my theater. All screamed, "What the fuck?" When we saw, it, we're like, "Oh my, oh shit!" Oh yeah, I was, I was, I was like, I was, I was like that too when I first saw it. I was like, oh my, what, "What the fuck?" Right? He is alive because there was like theories that he could have been out in the cosmos, but yeah, his punishment for touching the Tesseract, or for I guess trying to use the Tesseract to make weapons, the Space Stone, was the Space Stone sent him to be the guardian of the Soul Stone. But now here's the other thing: for Red Skull, Hugo Weaving did not reprise his role. No, it wasn't Hugo Weaving. Instead, they got Ross Marquand of The Walking Dead fame to be Red Skull in in this installment. I liked that this version was different or a different actor because it seemed like this was supposed to be like an older, like more broken, trapped Red Skull. Yeah, but also I I also really liked how Spider-Man got his Iron Spider suit. Uh, oh, as soon as he said unlock 17A, I'm like, ah, because I knew it was the Iron Spider coming to him. I, I like, like I loved it. Even yeah. though, yes, it is drastically different from Iron, the Iron Spider in the comics. It's still it was still great. I mean, I mean, we did get a glimpse of that at the end of Spider-Man: Homecoming, but but getting to see it in action in Infinity War, my God, that was and the tentacle arms, like, oh, what the hell is this? Or also, just that whole conversation they had him and Stark had inside of like, I guess, the flying donut. It was like, I mean, you get hooked up with this new suit, so if anything, it's your fault. And it's like the look on Stark's face. He's like, what did you just say? It was just so funny. 
Yeah, but I want to hear a single uh, pop culture reference out of you for the rest of the trip. You understand? Yeah, that makes sense. But also, but at the end, like when Thor grabs Stormbreaker, strikes Thanos in the chest, and he's like, I told you, I told you you'd pay for this. And Thanos was like, You should have gone for the head. No. Because no. Wanda had to kill Vision, and then Thanos rewinded time with a time stone, brought him back to life. And then ripped the Mind Stone out of his head. Ooh, that was... Yeah, after stabbing Tony Stark in the stomach. Which, by the way, made my whole theater scream, no! For like a second. Yeah. Like a dude ripped chunks of a moon on Titan and threw it at them. Yeah, exactly. But but when Thanos but when Thanos got all six stones, snapped boom. his fingers, boom. Half of everybody died, which is what happened here. And also, poor Gamora! Yeah. She died. Yeah, she was sacrificed. I had to. No, you didn't. Also, I'm curious, though, because, like, the Spider-Man had the gauntlet off him, but then Thanos grabbed it did by, like, the edge of it, and then he pulled it back on. Why did they remove the stones from the gauntlet? Like, take the space stone out, because, you know, you can't... Quill knows you can't touch the power stone. Why not take out the space stone and then use it to get to remove the other stones then teleport the fuck out of Titan and leave Thanos there? I'm like... Okay, yeah, we're okay. We're, okay, let's go back to Earth. Oh, boy. But, but of course, it, it all started with Bucky disappearing, Falcon disappearing. Well, Black Panther disappeared. Groot. Groot. Even Violet Wisp disappeared. Then we go to Titan. We see Falcon. everybody except for Iron Man and Nebula disappear. Other things, though. And of course, we got the most emotional goodbye it was from Spider-Man to Tony Stark, mm-hmm. which funny enough, actually not funny, but still awesome enough, that was improv by Tom Holland. Originally, he was supposed yes. to just vanish, but then they, because, you know, they, they finally referenced the Spider-Sense with, like, the whole, with his, the hand, the hair on his arm sticking up. Yeah. And then, and then the whole, I don't want to go, I don't know what's happening. That was all improv, and they kept it in the movie because they loved it so much. I'm like, oh my god, we got to keep this. And then we get to the then we get to the the ending where the they lose it just says Thanos will return. Then we get the post credit scene of Maria Hill and Nick Fury returning. They and... vanish, but right before he vanishes, Fury pull, pulls out a pager, an inter an interstellar pager, and clicks it. And then she revealing the and after he vanishes, it reveals Captain Marvel's logo. <laughs> but don't forget, like the funny one comes from like oh no, mother. Yeah, and then of course, Samuel Jackson. We should probably head out of here now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think we should because, oh, God, here comes more pandemonium. Couple months ahead. Yeah, let's go, let's go. Well, technically, a couple of Oh, let's go. Okay. Okay. Where are we? At least we got out of there. We're okay. This one's huh. weird. We, we, have, we have got stuck into a time vortex because we're at the same, we're like, we're before we were where we just were, but we're also in July. We're in July 2018, 2018. but we're still... Hey, look at that! April? I think we just arrived in San Francisco. We did. Oh, dang. San Francisco. It's, a, it's been a while since I was here. Yeah. I've actually never been, so this is my first time. Oh, who would have thought? Who would have thought? Wondering, I haven't been to San Francisco is... in 12 years. Mm-hmm. And well, if you guys same. are wondering... This is the setting for Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yes. This was the, I would say this was the, of course, Peyton Reed returned to direct. 
of course. This one, the villains are Ghost, is Ghost. Mm-hmm. Played by Which, Hannah John Common. And the main plot was them, Scott was under house arrest because of what happened in Civil War. He, he Like they said, him in, in Infinity War, him and Clint, Hawkeye, took up a deal with the government so they could still be with their families. That they'd just be on house arrest for like a couple of years. So he's on house arrest. Being checked by, we got the debut of Jimmy Woo, played by Randall Park. Uh, one of the best characters the MCU has ever graced. Jimmy Woo! Yeah, Randall Park isn't a, Randall Park knows how to pull it off. Oh yeah, he was great as Jimmy. And then we got the car trick. And then there's the whole thing with Quant. We find out that when Scott was in the quantum realm of the first one, Janet reached, was there and reached out to him knowing how he could have gotten there. And quantum entangled. I would never entangle with your wife. Wife Hank, I, Hank, I respect you too much. Yeah, and also, this is the first time that Hope Van Dyne suits up as the Wasp. Mm-hmm. And I gotta say, credit to credit to the people over at Marvel Studios for 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 making this version of the Wasp different from the comics. I agree. Well, I mean, they're making her more like the comic one in the new Ant Man movie, Quantumania, because like, well, mainly just with the hair being shorter in the costume as well. Mm-hmm. Either way, yeah, they made it different. Like Scott, like, like I just love, like Scott, we find out, oh yeah, when Scott grew ginormous, 65 feet tall, which yeah, like, it actually, I like how they did acknowledge, because somebody actually does break down the the reality of Ant-Man's power. So if you go that big, you're burning so much energy, you're going to pass out. Yeah. They acknowledge that. He's like, I suck for three days. Yeah, that that definitely makes sense. But also, we also get we also get a couple of MCU debuts in this film, like Michelle Pfeiffer playing Janet Van Dyne. We even have Bill Foster played by the the great Lawrence Fishburne. Yep. Yep. And then basically, this was I say that the family movie, or not really family, this was like the movie that we sort of needed after Infinity War, after what just happened. Mm -hmm. Of course, Ghost probably one of the more interesting MCU villains. I'm so glad she's returning for thunderbolts and that that rumor was fake that she hasn't been cut thank god thank you see also just because but also like this scene i also love this scene when they're in cassie's school and and like something's wrong with scott's regulator and he gets stuck as the size of a child i just love that like no it's actually funny which i actually have a couple theories though because that was so funny actually does have to tie into like kang and everything so Ravana Renslayer, we found out in Loki that she used to be like a principal or for a school. Could she have been the principal of that school? Hmm. It's just a theory, but it, I mean, I don't know. But also, but also, stopping possible stuck mm-hmm. as the size of a child. And that scene also makes me think that how Darren Cross becomes Modok, or possibly will become. Because at the right now, they have not confirmed that Modok is Darren Cross, but it seems very likely that he is. If it is, that would explain why his head is bigger than the rest of his body. Yeah, except that, except that, if Darren Cross is Modok, then then we're not going to get the George Charlton version of the MCU anytime no. soon. I know. Which what? That's why I thought Bill Murray was going to be playing. Yeah, although but instead, we'll save this for the Quantumania review. We're getting we're getting yeah, yeah we're, we'll save that for another time. But so then, anyways, uh, we get to the end of the movie, the end credit scene. So Scott gets has to go into the quantum because they're getting energy for Ghost. But then all of a sudden he's like, "Okay, pull me out," like nobody's answering. And then we see cut back to the to the regular world, and Hope 
Hank and Janet have been have been victims of the blip and have faded out, leaving Scott trapped in the quantum realm. Hashtag damn you, Thanos. Yeah, and- Thanos. Uh, guys. Um, wait, what's going on? Something's what's happening. Going? Jump now, jump now. Oh, no. Ah. Where are we now? I just got knocked in the head by some blue dude. Oh, God. I was traveling and some dude punched me. <laughs> really? I feel like, oh, man. I feel like, did I, is, am, I, am I okay? Did, did I get something on my face? You look fine. I didn't get anything on my face, but a no, little bit of a okay. scar, but. You're, yeah. I'm going to got punched. Oh, my God, dude. I hope you're okay. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, all right. I'm fine. Um, Zach, Zach I'm what's okay. up? Where, where did we land? Ugh, March 8th, 2019. Well, we're in 2019, but we must have gotten punched into a vortex. When I got pu- when we got punched, we must have landed into another vortex because apparently we're in the seventh, we're in the nineties as that well as five. as well as 2019. Recording, we're in two locations right now. That's weird. Space space why things keep phasing in and out between the between the night. Why I keep seeing Blockbuster and all of a sudden I'm seeing a Walgreens. See it go yeah, from Walgreens to I'm a like, Blockbuster I'm and back like, and forth. Who is this? I mean, who is responsible for messing up the timeline? I, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. Either way, Captain Marvel, following up from the Infinity War post credit scene, we get the origins of Carol Danvers, played by Brie Larson. Yep. And of course, uh, this is also the setup for, for, for what takes place in the in the rest of the MCU because we get we get a couple veterans coming back. We got Sam Jackson back as Nick Fury. <laughs> Clark yes. Greg's back as as Phil Coulson. Ah, uh, Coulson, yes, yes. It's been it's been a while since we've seen him. It's been well, a while in, the, since- in the in the MCU proper. Agents of Shield is it's still questionable whether it's canon to the main six one six timeline. I'd say no, it's not. You but, know, yes, but I will say, the event of the MCU say did affect the, the show. Even though the I will season- say. But I will say, I think Agents of Shield is is somewhere a part of the MCU. Yeah, this could be a whole separate episode where we could talk about what stuff like the inhuman show and like Asia shield like and like asian carter like we, we can talk all about those that can be not an episode for another day that's a discussion for another day yeah are canon or not yeah but of course uh we also have uh a bunch of other mcu vet- newbies showing up in this one we got ben mendelson playing talos we even got jude law playing yon rog yes and also, we have the returns of Lee Pace as Ronan the Accuser and Jaiman Hansu as Korath from the first Guardians of the Galaxy. I was not expecting that. Yeah, seriously. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting those two to be yeah, returned. So this is, I'd say, probably when it was released, one of the more controversial MCU films. Yeah. I'd say I don't hate the casting of Brie Larson. I think she falls under the category as Andrew Garfield, where she's good with, like, she's good in the role, but she just wasn't given a good script. Right. Yeah. It's simple, like this, like it's simple, like where, where you blame this point where you can't blame Brie for this because she didn't write the script. It's like, she was just handed crap. Like you, like, like it's like putting makeup on a pig. Essentially. It's like, you can dress it up the way you want try to make it as much as you want. But in the end, it's still a pig. Yes. Bad comparison, but, yeah. but, but you get what I'm saying. Like also yeah. just like the way Fury lost his eye. I was so pissed off. It was scratched by a by a flurkin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was scratched by a flurkin. I was like, I was like, so then, why would I was like, why would Nick Fury like 
you know, if you got the eye match courtesy of a scratch, well, of a scratched cat, you know. Then that would be the last time you trusted somebody and cost you your eye. No, no. I, know I thought it was going to be something major. Same. Like I something thought it was major be... happened, but I think that... I like the story he told Colson that he made up. That oh, did you say the Cree burned your eye? That would have been much better. Yeah, agreed. But like a photon. Actually, no, only Carol can do photon. Also, the fact that she got her powers from the space stone. I don't. I wasn't a big fan that it was once again the Tesseract. Like it did show how Shield got possession of it after the events of Captain America: The First Avenger. But yeah. I, I I don't know, just because I, I just wasn't the biggest fan of this movie. Like literally. Yeah, I think maybe it would have been better if she got her powers from the Power Stone, and then she was the one to put it in the orb and put it on Morag. But I think the other thing was uh, seeing Carol interact with uh, with the with the Supreme Intelligence, who takes on the form of anybody in this in this case. Marvell. Yeah, Doctor Wendy Lawson, played by Annette Bening. Or Marvell, which I also think is mm-hmm. there are actually some people that were confused. Or some people I spoke to that saw the movie that were a little bit confused that thought Marvel was the supreme intelligence, and I'm like, no, it was the supreme intelligence taking on the form of Marvel. Which I I don't know. I don't even know if we're going to see its true form in the MCU, but yeah, especially we don't know what they're going because like because like it ends and stuff like that. Like we get set up, like like because obviously we meet Maria, meet Maria and Monica Rambo. Yeah, like Yon Rog is like like as soon as Carol like uh, like takes the, like that inhibitor thing off of her and unlocks her full powers, like she just mows everybody down. We don't yeah, see her fight goes, the Kree. She goes full on binary mode. No, I mean, but after the movie, we don't see her fight the Kree. We just see her go off, and they tease it like, and it seems like the Marvels isn't going to be doing that. It seems like it's going to be something else from what we've heard. I remember even like because because my cousin like I watched it with my cousin. It was and it was after the movie was on demand after he had seen Endgame. He legit. Like, like at the movie end, he didn't realize it was the ending. Wait, that's how it ends? Well, that ends because he didn't realize it was the ending. The thing I tell you I like about this was the post credit scene, as then we see on Earth the Avengers and Avengers. Or what's left of the Avengers, actually. Trying to figure out, looking, trying to calculate like the casualty total on Earth of the blip. And then then they finally fi- that they figure the pager stopped working. Then it's like, we want to see what's on the other end. They turn around and Captain Marvel's there saying, Where's Fury? That got me excited because we knew next up, Endgame. Oh yeah, Zach. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, what's I mean, what do you think on this, guys? Ooh, on Captain Marvel or Captain Marvel? Yeah, I'm not a not the biggest fan of it. Yeah, it's. But one, I doubt it. Yeah, it's one mm-hmm. where I don't think I've rewatched it willingly unless I was watching it with somebody who hadn't seen it. Like, if I'm doing, like, an MCU marathon, like, yeah, okay, I'll watch it. But if it's ever been, like, on TV like or something, like, like I've never had the urge to keep it on. It's, like, one of those yeah, movies where, like, if it, where if everybody else wants to watch it, I'll watch it. Like, I won't fight it, but I just won't willingly rewatch it. Yeah, agreed, but... Let's, agreed. let's jump. Uh, let's uh, jump. Guys, something's like something, something wrong. Go! Uh, no, yeah. uh, go! Whoa! Okay, things are getting weird. Uh, we're in uh, what? Wait, we're what? this is weird we're 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 supposed we're in 29 we're in april 20 26 2019 2019 but we're also oh. in 2023 we're also oh, back in 2023 wow. we're like glitching in and out 
oh man, I feel like I, it's, it's what like, is going on? It's like, it's like, not gonna lie, guys, it feels, I don't know what's going on with these glitches. It feels like, it feels like they're giving me, I've like, not gotten any more. The, I, the headaches for me stopped, and I gotten used to the, to the, to the shrinking and growling. No, but what's even worse is that when, when we were traveling just now, something, something just hit me in the, it's like someone just like hit me in the face. That's what happened to me. Oh, or, or even worse, I even got. Oh, ooh, ooh, ah. Yeah, I just got a message from that he who remains again. I'm decrypting it, but it says it says they are coming. Yeah, actually. Okay, that's a that, that's pretty specific. Yeah. Also, I, I not only did he not only did this blue guy punch me in the face, he also he also get he also uh stomach punched me. You okay? No idea. Yeah. Uh, I'm good. Just wasn't expecting it to happen, but anyways. We are at anyways, where were we? Oh, where were right. We? Avengers Endgame. Probably one yeah. of my favorite MCU films in my top three, actually. Dang. Me too. God, this film was so good. Like, first of all, like the five year time, once again, the Russo brothers came back to direct. The five yeah, year five- time jump, I was not expecting. Me neither. As soon as I see it, I'm like, as soon as it's five years later, I'm like, everyone's like, what? Yeah. Are they just going to live with them dead? What's going to happen? What's happening? Meaning that they're in 2023 now, which is probably why we're glitching in and out between the two. We're phasing in and out of those two time periods. Yeah, I agreed. But what's even worse is it's even worse that a, a lot of things have changed recently. Like, I also just want to just take a quick second to admit that this year is going to be the five-year anniversary of Endgame. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're right. I feel old. Me, too. Wait, no. No, not the five-year. Well, I'm sorry. Four-year anniversary. I'm sorry. Next year is going to be the five-year because the beginning of Endgame mm-hmm. takes place in 2018. Five, add five to that. That's It's going to be five-year anniversary of Infinity War. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's all right. I still feel old. Me, too. Yeah, I feel old as well. So, Like, I was 15 so when Infinity mm-hmm. War came out. Now I'm 19. Gonna be twenty. Of course, uh, here's the other big thing. Ant Man comes out of the, he comes out of the quantum realm. Via, by a, yeah, by a rat. I know. I actually think that was stupid, but actually, I just had a crazy theory that could explain this. What if the rat was orchestrated by Kang, by the He Who Remains variant, to push the button to get him out? Because remember, Ravana said the Avengers time traveling was supposed to happen. Kang made it in the timeline so that they were allowed to do that. Yeah, so, but of course, but of course, uh, the other big thing is we know how, we know how this one goes. Uh, they set up the time travel tech. They go into the quantum realm. They grab the Infinity Stones from different timelines. Right? Yep. But 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 the biggest thing I love about Avengers Endgame seeing every single hero from the past few years yeah. show up for the final battle against. Thanos, oh Except my Black Widow. god, that was amazing. Except Black Widow. Yeah, no, let me tell you this. Like, the entire third, like, this was a three-hour movie. The last, like, the third act of the film, once, as soon as Hulk snaps and everybody comes back, this is uh, uh, like, it was probably one of the, some of the best moments I've ever seen. Like, Captain America picking up Mjolnir. Yeah, and but 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 one of the emotional ones came from, uh, like, towards the end of the battle, where, where Thanos goes, I am inevitable. Clink! And he was like, wait, Everyone wait, might where are the stones? Where are the stones? Where are they going? And, then, and, and I... And just lands and right on Iron Man. And he goes, Iron. Iron. I am Iron Man. Yeah, originally, originally, Tony Stark was going to say, 
fuck, fuck off. You, Thanos. Yeah, I, I thought he was going to say fuck off. I think it was just fuck off, I think he was going to say. Like, fuck off. Yeah, I think Iron Man was, was much funny. better. That was a fitting, given the fact that nice. that this does. Also, let me say this, though. When Cat also, just like, I think this seems like I got the biggest reaction out of people in, in my theater because I saw it a night early. The five years later, th- when Nebula was back in 2014, and because she was on a robot, which also one thing people don't still don't understand how this works. They want to say you have a say say like you have a you you have a phone you have your phone and then you upgrade to a new phone with the same number, but you don't give back your old phone. You still use it. But listen, yeah. you can receive calls and text messages from both of the phones because it's the same number, even though they're two, even though they're different. Even though one phone is older than the other, because they're on the same network and the same yep. phone number, they can still receive calls and messages. So that's what was happening with with nebula essentially sort of like a phone and an ipad syncing up like she was linking up is as soon as like we see 2014 nebula get the memories that they were time traveling i was like oh no no way that ain't good but also um guys um oh no oh no not my quantum thing it's starting to glitch out again shit jump 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 Jump. Ah. okay we're currently in 2024 but also still 2019 yeah, July 2019. Yeah. So before we jump into our final thing, uh, one thing was for sure, Steve Stark Rogers. Death, that was sad. Gotten old. Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers went back to deliver the stones, but yeah. not he stayed back. in the past. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I it's probably wonder where we are now. It's a. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh London. my god! We're, oh my god! We're in Italy. I thought we were yeah. in London. Now we're in London. Well, 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 we're somewhere in Europe because. This is the place for Spider-Man Far From Home. Yes, the epilogue to the, I guess, what everything that's come. Yep. And I gotta say, I, I think Spider-Man Far From Home was a great epilogue to Infinity Saga while setting up uh, what's to come in the MCU. Yeah, like, Mysterio I thought was a great villain. Like, that illusion scene was insane. I think mm-hmm. it was, like, also, the stuff with the Edith glasses and everything that so funny because those are the same ones he was wearing in Infinity War when he was jo- in Infinity War, the Edith ones that he gave to Peter. Yeah, I mean, but I will say this one. I will say to this one, Jake Gyllenhaal was amazing as Mysterio. I know. Do you think he's dead because of the drones? Do you think he's dead? Because Edith said all illusions have been deactivated. When Peter asked, "Is he? Is this? Is this real?" But that doesn't mean he isn't dead. Could have survived, but they, also I think he was acting, and people were pointing out scientifically how he could have survived, like his pupils yeah. that they were sort of like squinting and they weren't dilate because when you die, your pupils dilate, and if they're squinting, yeah. you're using your muscles and your eyes. I don't know. I feel like I know people that don't like this movie. I know people that like this movie. I'm on the side where this movie was pretty good, it's but like also, it but also the the big twist at the end in the mid credit scene, we get the return of J.K. Simmons. As Jake Jonah Jameson. I, I, I was even talking yeah. with some friends of mine. I was like, how cool would it be if they got J.K. Simmons? And it was the day before the Far From Home came out, and that exactly happened. Well, there you have it, folks. Like, as soon as the end credits happened, and we see Mysterio like framing Peter for his murder and the drone attack on London, all I could say was, as, as soon as I see J.K. Simmons, I go, oh, yes! And then he reveals that Spider-Man is Peter Parker. But then also, wow. Nick Fury's performance in this seemed kind of off. In seemed kind of off in this movie. 
And I same was, with uh, same with same with Kobe Smulders playing Maria Hill. Yeah, I was ready to go in a little rant on how what the hell was up with them? Why were they acting so weird? Then we get to the second end credit scene and revealed that it was actually Talos and his wife Soren as Fury and Hill. And then he contacts Fury, who's been in space, which this one now was that Fury at Stark's funeral in Endgame. Was that Fury or was that Talos? I don't know. Like, or when actually... did this switch happen? Because Captain Marvel took place in the 90s. When did Fury and Talos switch places? Was it during Avengers Age of Ultron? Because if you think about it, oh, Nick Fury was eating his sandwich diagonally. Oh, damn. I didn't think of that. Yeah. That might have been way back when. Wait a it's... minute. Um, guys, now I'm Wait, getting this message. I think I know what's going on. Guys, I think I know why what's happening. But also, just one thing I just want to say real quick. Um, before you end this, also just like the end credit scene, like he says to Fury, who's in space, we're guessing managing Sword, but thanks to WandaVision, says, Well, Talos says, When we gave the kid the glasses, but things went very wrong, referring to Mysterio. So, what was Fury's plan for Spider Man having Edith and the drones? Well, we know that's not, I don't know. And does he still remember him because he's in space? I don't know, guys. I think I I think I know why why everything's been glitching out, and they're coming. The Guys, we're not in a single time anymore. It's been split. It's been split. The number's yeah. infinite. No, 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 no. No, this Kang. can't be true. Kang the Conqueror, that's who's been chasing us. The multiverse has been split. That's why we're glitching. Could that be the reason why? All the we got to get back right now. Yeah, we got Yeah, we got go, go, yeah, go, go, go. go. Let's go. We got to go home. Go. Oh. Ah! Oh my God! Kang, Kang, Kang! Oh shit! That was Kang. Okay, okay, get rid. We have to get rid of the time. Got to. Back where we got him. We get rid of him. Take him out of the ocean. Going away. I'm not throwing it. No, no, we need to put it. Actually, doesn't matter. We put it back or not? Because the multiverse is open. We're in the multiverse saga. Oh no! Oh crap! I have to say, this has been. This has been the our Infinity Saga retrospective. It's been a fun trip. Yeah. Except now it except now it ended with the multiverse being torn into into billions and billions of you know. Yep. Crazy. So anyway, Zach, do the honors. All right. Um